What's going on, family? TGIF. Thank God it's Friday and welcome to the Faction Quick Hits. Hope you guys are doing well. It's your man, GB Gerard Bonner, and I am excited to chat with you today. Oh, my Lord, we've made it through the first full week of March. It's almost the second week and so many things are happening. And I'm really, really glad that you are good and that you're with us. Shout out to everybody who follows us on social media at The Faction Show. We really appreciate you. Also, shouts to everybody who joins us by way of podcast. It is really, really appreciated to have you on board with us. If you've not already done so, go ahead and rate us and leave a comment where you're listening to us. It makes a world of difference. And we absolutely appreciate it all right there is a ton of news to cover and of course i got you let's start of course with the wednesday night war aew nxt both of them put on huge shows coming off the heels of course for aew of their pay-per-view revolution for nxt they are certainly on the road to wrestlemania and we've got a lot of information on that first of all aew wins this week but it's kind of interesting right so aew brings in 743,000 viewers which is down nearly 200,000 viewers from last week's show Kind of makes sense because last week's show was a huge show, which featured, of course, the debut of Shaq, a match that they had been promoting for quite some time. So, of course, you were going to get additional eyes on that. Meanwhile, NXT held steady. They only lost 1,000 viewers week over week, bringing in 691,000 viewers. Now, both of them had incredible shows, and I do mean incredible. On the AEW side, of course, There was the explanation about the ending of the pay-per-view, which I'll talk about in a second. You also had some really big moments, including AF leaving the inner circle to start his own faction. And what a faction it is. Good grief. You've got FTR and Wardlow and you've got Sean Spears, pretty much that entire crew hanging with Tully Blanchard. So if you watched AEW Dynamite, you noticed a very unique issue that happened, and that was this issue on the live feed where all of a sudden we heard footage and audio from of all places an NBA game it was one of the most unique and weird moments and it happened for nearly 10 minutes severely impacting the AEW Dynamite debut of Ethan Page pretty crazy moment what ultimately happened was an issue on tnt's east coast feed as the folks in canada did not experience it the folks on fight tv did not experience it and the west coast showing of it did not have that issue as well so it was really really wild to see what happened it was indeed an audio issue that happened at tnt and so yeah A weird thing to happen, capping off a weird week for AEW, but AEW certainly did take time to explain the ending of the pay-per-view, and very briefly, here's what I want to say about that. Honestly, I think AEW spent way too much time talking about it. You had, of course, the announcers mention it. You had a whole promo from Eddie Kingston and John Moxley talking about it. Then you had Kenny Omega talking about it. It was too much. I think one acknowledgement of it is enough and you move forward with the show because there was a lot to talk about on AEW that didn't surround that ending. But I think, again, we have to give them credit. They are barely two years old, and they are figuring these things out, how to handle those mistakes. So, 
I totally get it. On the other side of things, we had NXT, which literally was a takeover worthy show filled with news and major items, including three title matches, not two, three, because at the top of the show, it was announced the creation of the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. And I think I'm going to fully reserve my thoughts for that for a faction hot take because it is hot take worthy and what I have to say well I think you're going to absolutely have a lot to say about what I'll have to say about that but the NXT women's tag team titles formed created and the first champions were the winners of the women's dusty cup being Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez they would defend that titles against the team they defeated at the dusty cup that would be Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon and just like that we've got new nxt women's tag team champions in ember moon and shotzi blackheart the other big piece of news coming out of nxt is that for the first time ever they will present a two-day takeover this is mammoth let me tell you as nxt takeover stand and deliver will come our way on a wednesday and thursday night the wednesday night will be on usa live the thursday night will be on peacock live so this is going to be a huge time for nxt and boy did they set it up well three amazing title matches which saw io shirai get the best of tony storm we also saw in the main event finn balor successfully defend against adam cole kyle o'reilly came out to put the boots to adam cole and then who would show up but carrion cross setting up a match i think we're all ready to see and obviously it seems like that'll happen at takeover carrion cross versus finn balor for the nxt championship i will say this and i'm gonna save a lot of this for the hot take but nxt has made a power move and the fact that nxt takeover is a two-day event much like wrestlemania is a two-day event that speaks volumes and again i'm going to reserve the rest of my commentary about this for hot takes so you're going to want to pay attention to upcoming hot takes as we're going to be talking about this Speaking of a hot take and speaking of big news, so I mentioned, of course, that TakeOver will be on Peacock. That's because, of course, the WWE Network's migration to Peacock begins next Thursday, March the 18th. So I want to talk about how this is going to roll out because I think it's important for you to know, particularly if you have the WWE Network. So again, the rollout begins on March the 18th, just before the Fastlane pay-per-view. The Fastlane pay-per-view will be the first WWE pay-per-view on Peacock, which will happen, of course, on March the 21st. And it'll also stream on the WWE Network. Now, the WWE on Peacock will be specific to the U.S. So if you're outside of the U.S. and you're listening to this, don't worry about it. You're going to still have the WWE Network. You're still going to be able to check out pay-per-views and the like. However, on the U.S. side, this whole Peacock situation is going to get interesting. WWE is going to have a dedicated page on Peacock where fans will be able to browse and access every pay-per-view in the last 
calendar year. You'll also be able to check out current and the most recent season episodes of original series such as Steve Austin's The Broken Skull Sessions, WWE Chronicle, and WWE Icons. In-ring action with new weekly episodes of NXT will premiere on the day after it airs on USA, along with the 2021 replays of Raw and SmackDown, which will air 30 days after their initial airing. There will be documentaries, of course, like The Last Ride, WWE 24, WWE Untold, along with a lot of other great things. Now, here's what's going to be interesting. Peacock is going to continue to add content to the library, making the entire WWE Network archive available to stream on demand before SummerSlam. So this is important because I know a number of you who watch the WWE Network love to go back and check out the old days. Of course, Brandon Clack is losing his mind. He'd pull his hair out if he had hair because he lives in watching the Attitude Era, getting caught up on Nitro, which he never got to watch as a child so this is interesting if you're a historian like i am and you love to go back and check out these previous pay-per-views from wwe wcw ecw you're not going to be able to do that for quite some time now here's what you also need to know mark this date on your calendar april the 4th because of course the transition for peacock begins on march the 18th you'll still be able to access the wwe network but on april the 4th the wwe network as a standalone app will go away in the united states that is important to note so all of the things that you want to watch from an archive perspective you need to go ahead and watch them between now and and April the 4th, because April the 4th, the network as we know it goes away. Everything moves to Peacock, and you will not be able to get that archived content for up to four months, as it will not fully be available until SummerSlam, which happens in August. Here's what you also need to know, that Peacock Premium is going to be the home for all upcoming pay-per-view events and the current seasons of original shows. Now, in the free tier of Peacock, they will offer a new WWE channel, select WWE original shows like Ms. and Mrs., Total Bellas, Total Divas, etc., You'll also be able to see Raw Talk and The Bump, both live and on demand. But if you're looking for NXT, Raw, SmackDown, those types of shows, pay-per-views will only be available on Peacock Premium. Here's one other thing you need to know. Peacock Premium will be available for $4.99 a month, which is a $5 a month savings from what you're currently paying for the WWE Network. Now, Peacock is also offering a deeper discount for members of the WWE Universe for a limited time. If you go to PeacockTV.com slash WWE, you'll be able to see that. And check this out. You'll be able to get WWE Network on Peacock Premium for a 50% discount. So instead of paying $4.99 a month, you'll only pay $2.50 a month. And that's going to be for four months. So that's pretty exciting to see. Uh, congratulations if you're going to be able to do that. If you're one that has Xfinity, there will be no additional cost for Peacock Premium because you're already getting it. So 
That's kind of a cool scenario as well. So congratulations. Again, this deal with WWE and Peacock is starting to take shape. And again, remember, archived content for the WWE Network will not fully appear on Peacock until SummerSlam. And you have from now through April 4th to watch the WWE Network as a standalone app. As we mentioned, March the 21st, Fastlane will be the first WWE pay-per-view on Peacock. Again, it will stream on both Peacock and on the WWE Network, so that's exciting. But what you should also know on March the 21st is that WWE Fastlane is not the only pay-per-view happening on that day. Yeah, the NWA's pay-per-view back for the attack is happening also on March the 21st, but it will happen at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. You'll be able to check it out on Fight TV. So it's a full day of wrestling. If you want to watch the NWA's return and then watch WWE Fastlane, of course you can do that. And we're getting some news on some of the folks who will be there. There are some new names that are showing up to this event for NWA. That includes Slice Boogie, who will be there from New York. Also, Crimson, who has been a part of the NWA for quite some time. Jordan Clearwater will return to the NWA. And Tyrus Smash. He was known in WWE as both Brodus Clay and the Funkasaurus for sure. And of course, in TNA, he was known as Tyrus. He's also a cable TV political commentator and an actor, and he will be debuting in the NWA as part of NWA's Back for the Attack. Again, that's going to happen on pay-per-view Sunday, March the 21st on Fight TV, the same day as WWE Fastlane, but at a different time. So certainly, if you want to watch both, you'll be able to do that. Before we go, special congratulations goes out to Molly Holly, who is the first inductee into the class of 2021 for the WWE Hall of Fame. She, of course, was a two-time women's champion who got her first title win over Trish Stratus. In addition to that, of course, we know her for her work with the Hollies. We also know her for her work as Mighty Molly, working with Hurricane Helms. So congratulations to her. We've seen her in the Royal Rumble several times. She is the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2021. The Hall of Fame ceremony will be taking place on Tuesday, April the 6th, and you'll be able to see that live on Peacock. And what's going to happen is a first time situation for WWE. As for the first time, the class of 2020 and 2021 will be both inducted at the same time. If you remember, the class of 2020 did not get an induction ceremony because of the debuting coronavirus. They will now get their opportunity to be in the sun along with the class of 2021. So congratulations to Molly Holly, who will be a part of the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2021. We'll be giving you more information about this year's class. And I'm curious, who do you think should be inducted into the class of 2021 for the WWE Hall of Fame? Let us know by way of social media at The Faction Show. All right. Well, you know what today is. It's Friday. That means, of course, SmackDown is on the way. And as we are barreling, of course, toward the road to WrestleMania, we've got Fastlane coming up in a little over a week where we'll see Daniel Bryan take on Roman Reigns 
Reigns for the Universal Championship. That should be quite the match, to say the least. They're going to sign the contract for that tonight on SmackDown, along with a host of other fantastic things. So with all of that said, we're going to get out of here. We'd love to hear from you by way of social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at The Faction Show. Thank you again for your support of all of our content. It really makes a difference. All right. Cheers to the weekend, family. Stay tuned to what we're doing. Of course, we've got new content on the way, so be on the lookout for that. And uh, we'll see you next time. For my brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and the fourth horseman, John Murray. My name is Gerard Bonner. You can call me GB or whatever else you like to call me. And collectively, we're known as The Faction. Have a great day. Salute.